Hello, everyone. Uh, this is, uh, I can't believe this, this is podcast number 10, um, which, uh, you know what, last night we were on a call with MS4MS, which is, uh, I try to represent, I'm an MS ambassador, MS warrior for mission stadiums for multiple sclerosis, and um, Sam Greenberg has been a uh, tremendous uh, support system for us and uh, especially for this podcast he makes sure he blasts it out as soon as uh, we do one but so yeah this is episode 10 and um i want to say thank you to my son michael and um my wife michelle who uh pushed me to do this i want nothing to do with this in the beginning and uh and here we are and um this is a um outstanding organization uh Mission state sta- mission stadiums for multiple sclerosis, where there are different events um, that either are, are fundraisers, where all the money goes towards either Johns Hopkins and their um, Project Restore, if I'm saying it correctly, to um, their MS center, and other MS warriors that need help. Um, there's always something that uh, is going on to raise money for uh, multiple sclerosis and this is my uh, foundation that I uh, I am an MS ambassador for. So anyway, uh, today uh, I want to talk about something that's pretty sucky. Um, cognitive dysfunction. And it's, um, for me, it's a huge part of how my MS uh, symptoms started. And I think the, the word cognitive uh, for some people is confusing. Um, for those without MS, it's confusing. For those with MS, it's confusing. So I just busted out uh, the old Google of cognitive and what that means. So the definition of cognitive is uh, mental activities, thinking, reasoning, remembering, imagining, learning words, Um when you have cognitive dysfunction, which is a, a, a for me, a, a huge part of my MS, um, it creates so many issues. And I personally believe that, for me, it's um, memory. It's um, my ability to um, process thinking is, is another function, another big part of it. Um, for me, I, I believe personally that cognitive dysfunction and fatigue are um they're they kind of overlap you know i i you know i don't know where one uh leaves the other one comes in at, at times it's um fatigue triggers my cognitive dysfunction at the other times cognitive dysfunction triggers my fatigue and i'm not sure what uh you know how that works you know b- back when i was still um attempting to work it was a combination of, you know, I, I tell the story about, you know, nine o'clock in the morning being pulled over on Route 287 near Piscataway and uh, being having to just be sound asleep, falling asleep because I was on my way to a um, um, an appointment, a sales lead, and I just could not stay awake while driving. And, um, you know, for me, a, a huge part of cognitive dysfunction is um, just processing you know, when I'm driving the, the um, other cars, you know, sometimes just being in a car and driving too far is, is creates issues for me. 
where I have uh, this called bobble, you know, bubblehead, foghead. Um, there's a movie, uh, the first Men in Black, um, which was back in the, the 90s, I think, um, with um, Will Smith and Tommy Lee Jones. Um, there's a scene where aliens, you know, there are these people that are like they're like men in black are like alien police for they they're intercepting aliens coming into the planet. And there's this uh, farmer, Edgar, who's out there um, doing work on the farm and aliens abduct him and they take his body and they wear it. And uh, I used to joke and say like, because his wife would sit there and say, you know, it's like they got a big, they're wearing an Edgar suit. They took Edgar's body and put it on them, and now he's all blah, 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 blah. That's the way you feel when you have cognitive dysfunction sometimes. Like I used to say, I wear my Edgar suit, and that was from uh, Men in Black. Anyway, um, you know, it's, they say it's the lesions. You know, for me, I have lesions on my brain, and I have lesions in my spine. Um, it's where the lesions are, supposedly. Um, I'm not sure I buy that because a lesion is where it, when uh, something has got so bad in the nervous system that it actually is, is scars the area. I think that's a very untechnical way to describe it. But um, if your nervous system is, is being demyelinated anyway, who's to say that you know, you're not affected as it's happening? So who knows? I don't think they know. You know what, what they don't know about this disease is a lot. So... Um, Cognitive dysfunction, uh, again, back when I used to be doing sales, whether it was falling asleep, sitting there trying to read a computer screen, um, trying to, you know, walk and talk, uh, all of a sudden it would be like I was had my, you know, they call it cognitive fog or bubblehead. Um, you know, it put me in the, uh, the hospital for five days uh, years ago, and they didn't know what the heck was wrong with me. So, um and they, they found, it's funny, because when I'm in the hospital, you know, after having this these issues, they found a, le a lesion on my brain. And um, at the at the time, because we were, had started to see a, a Lyme disease doctor, they thought it was, they said it was blamed on Lyme disease. Well, you have a lesion because of Lyme disease. Uh, I never tested positive for Lyme disease. I, I was, it was, um, what's the word? Uh, when you don't know the... Uh, What's the word? When you're um, inconclusive, right? Inconclusive, that's the word. So anyway, I spent five days in the hospital. They found a lesion. The stupid doctors um, decided it was from Lyme disease, even though it was never tested positive for Lyme disease. And this was, you know, a few years, several years or a few years before I actually got diagnosed with uh, MS. And um, so after... I want to move forward, like, because if you you have MS and you have um, cognitive dysfunction, you know, for me, my my case is very confusing because I a lot of people have uh, relapsing or remitting MS, where there will be episodes where you know you have relapses and you're you're experiencing your symptoms and cognitive fog is one of them. Um, for me, it was, you know, if you if you don't realize. Relapsing or remitting one day will become secondary progressive MS, where it's you know constant symptoms. Um, 
the level of severity of those symptoms will depend. And that's where it was confusing for me. I, I'm, I'm currently living with primary progressive MS where uh, at first they thought I had, you know, I just crossed over and I was secondary progressive MS, but uh, it come to find out later on that it never was. I was always primary progressive, which makes sense. Um, one of the things that I learned early on um, about managing my um, energy, managing my day, was they teach you in uh, cognitive therapy, uh, the spoon theory. Um, I, I learned, uh, let's call it the money theory, because I think it made more sense. So, and it's easier, um, I think it's easy for for us to associate, um, we have to have a system for everything. I, I believe that you, if you, you're disciplined and you, you understand how something works, like for me, for example, um, if you had a dollar, and in that, for the dollar worth of energy for the day, um, and you understood that, you know, I remember in therapy, they made me make a list, say, all right, well, how, how much of that dollar does taking a shower take out of it? So I would, you know, 15 cents, let's say. Um, how much does load the dishwasher take out of it? Five cents. How much does riding the, the exercise bike take out of it? 20 cents. So your goal was, you know, not to, over, not to go over that dollar and to stop and rest well before you hit that dollar. So you understood where you were at. Um, I conditioned myself uh, in, it was almost two years of therapy to, and we did a lot more besides that, but um, I, I had to understand what things drained me. Um, now, that, I think that was good because now as my disease has progressed um, and I'm living with primary progressive MS, realize that um, I don't have uh, a day's worth of a dollar. Um, I may have several hours of a dollar worth of energy and that, that money gets used up quickly. Um, if I, I know that every day, I got to look at my nose because I feel like I'm friggin' rambling here. Um, I know that every day I wake up 4.35 o'clock. For me, because of having, you know, six, seven hours sleep, whatever it is, that is the best time of day for me. Um, doesn't mean it's perfect. Doesn't mean I'm, I'm going to go out and, and try to, you know, walk around the block. But it means that, okay, that time of day is when, if you're feeling pretty shitty, that time of day is the shittiest, the, the less shitty feeling that I have. So, and at five o'clock in the morning, there's nobody up. So it's, it's awesome. As far as I'm concerned, I, I use, um, I feel like I'm at my mental, sharp, my mental best. Um, I wish somebody was up because if we had to have a logical conversation about something, I could probably do it. Um, and I, and I use that time to do, you know, I, I exercise, I meditate, I uh, stretch, I um, charge my, my spinal cord stimulator for my back, which helps me with pain. And, but I don't talk. Um, and that's one of the things that I realize, you know, unplugs me is talking. Um, the other thing, which also I realized, I went to uh, Kessler Institute 
a few years ago, they had a research study that they were looking for participants with cognitive issues. So they um, actually sent a, uh, an Uber. I went up there, and um, you know they made me um, go online. They had a computer, so they made me go online, and um, with a fake credit card, I had to go through and order a pizza from uh, Pizza Hut. And I had to choose my toppings, put my name and address in, my phone number, place my order with my toppings, um, use the credit card. Well, um, oh my God. See, talk about cognitive crap. I'm just trying to remember what they had me do. And um, it's like somebody's unplugging me right now. Um, I'm, I'm getting my Edgar suit on. So um, anyway, I was literally asleep on the keyboard at Kessler Institute. Um, you know, I was, uh, I had to do this and, and then answer a series of, come back and answer a series of questions. And they tell, like every other cognitive therapist, they tell you a story with a bunch of details. You got to remember it. Um, holy crap. I was asleep sitting there trying to remember the story and repeat what they told me. Um, which goes to processed thinking. Um, unfortunately for me, and it sucks in this day and age, um, everything is, is the, everything is online. Um, everything is, you know, you gotta search it. Um, even yesterday, um, uh, talking to my son, yesterday I, I had to, we did our taxes and I had to make a payment to the IRS and I realized that um, you you were not going to be around. You're starting back working tomorrow. Um, I was going to have to make five more payments besides the one I made yesterday and if we attempted to do this online, which you suggested to me, I realized, and that's from conditioning, that um, for me to try to remember how to do that, even if I had to read directions on how to do that, for me to actually go online and do that, the, the, the process of doing that would unplug me, and then I wouldn't be able to do other things. And it was easier for me to just get a check, make a copy, mail it. Boom. I don't have to think. I could just do that. But if I had to start researching shit online, trying to make a copy of it copy and paste all that stuff that process would destroy me um it does and unfortunately it makes you feel like a big dope these days uh it does because our whole world is is turning into this everything is online cut and paste this you know just download this form um go on the website i couldn't even go order a freaking pizza uh, I'm now I'm that's what it's done to me where it's it's like somebody unplugs you so um I feel like I'm I'm rambling here but going back to how to manage this um for me it's again all about routine um all about making sure I'm familiar familiarity familiarity am I saying that right um if I get out of my zone where I, I go to some place I don't know. I have to think and process that. Um, I, it, it just beats the crap out of me. 
I get very, uh, my gait becomes off. I'm very dizzy. Um, it affects, you know, cognitive affects my physical. I already walk with a cane and a walker, um, but the cognitive and the fatigue affect me physically. Um, unable, unable to move at times because of that. So yeah, cognitive affects physical and physical affects cognitive. Blah, blah, blah. Um, yeah, and now um, a different part of this, which is uh, memory. Uh, memory and other issues, which, you know, I, I talked about the morning being my best period of time. Well, I, I my cognitive issues also have to do with memory, mostly um, long-term memory. Um, long-term memory when my, maybe my disease had started and I wasn't being treated. Um, I tell, tell a story. I wrote a book a few years ago, but I told the story in the book about... Um, I remember um, me and my wife talking about, uh, I went to a doc the doctor for something, and um, I walked out of the doctor, and there was an Italian restaurant there. I think it's Anna's Italian Kitchen or something like that in Middletown. And I remember being on the phone, and um, I called my wife, and I said, hey, remember we were talking about going to you know Anna's Italian Kitchen? I found it. It's right here. And, um, and she's like, yeah, I know. Like, we went there three months ago and we had dinner and I had absolutely no idea that we were there. It was like, for me, it was like, it was brand new. I would seen this place for the first time. I didn't even know we were there. Um, for me, the same thing happens now that my disease is advanced. Um, I talk about the morning being the best time. It's probably about a month and a half ago, roughly. Um, I was standing at 5.30 in the morning in our kitchen window, and um, all of a sudden I saw headlights in the window. And it, all of a sudden I, I thought I was back in our old house, and I was trying to figure out which neighbor was leaving to go to work at that time. And it, it probably about five-plus minutes went by, and I was sitting there like I seriously thought I was at my old kitchen window in my old house. And I'm trying to figure out who was leaving for work at that time. Um, just yesterday, I uh, and my daughter, um, she hates school lunches, hates eating lunch. at. They make her eat lunch like 1030 in the morning. So I packed the kids, you know, some snacks. She always insists on a, uh, a peanut butter jelly sandwich. <laughs> she wants every day. <laughs> she eats a peanut butter jelly sandwich every day. I don't know how she does it. But I, um, I'm sitting there, and I'm si sitting at the, the, the open refrigerator, and I knew I'd made this peanut butter jelly sandwich and put it in there the day before. And I'm sitting there with the drawer open, and the peanut butter and jelly sandwich isn't there. And I was pissed. I'm like, you know what? She ate this figure peanut butter and jelly sandwich. And she's it's not even like, she's not even going to school yet. Like, and I'm sitting there. I'm like, how did this happen? And uh, I, I know I made it. I knew it was there. Well, 
I always put lunch bags on the counter. So I had taken the peanut butter jelly sandwich out already, put it in a different bag, and didn't realize it. It was there the whole time. But I did not remember doing that, and I went back looking for it, and I was for, again, another five minutes or so, I was like pissed about this peanut butter jelly sandwich not being in the bag. Um, and for those of you without a best, for those of you that are older, I know you're going to say, oh, chalk that up to old age. I'm really sorry, but bullshit. There's a difference between that and being completely lost about where you are, what you've done, not having any recognition um, about it. That is uh, the type of memory loss that I'm talking about having. Um, it's Sometimes it's short-term. I said before, it's also long-term. I don't know that you can put a, a label on it. It's just memory loss. Um, and it's part of, of cognitive dysfunction. That's what I live with, you know, every day. Um, man, I am like all over the place. Reading, reading, reading. So, I remember, um, a few years back, um, this is where I think I mentioned planning and routine um, are so important for me anyway. Um, maybe it will be for you when you, if you have this fatigue and cognitive dysfunction. Um, I know I know my house. I know myself. I know what I can do and what I can't. Um, and I've conditioned myself to do it. But I remember, you know, a few years ago. How many years ago was Ann Kelly and Uncle Pete's wedding? That was, uh, okay, so seven years ago, roughly? I mean, God, they're four kids now. They got four kids. Um, but they were getting married, and I was, you know, dealing, still dealing with fatigue and issues, not to the level I am now, but uh, our goal was we had a plan of, you know, everybody in our family was in the wedding. So the kids were in the wedding. My wife was in the wedding. Um, and the wedding was in Pennsylvania. So we knew we were going to have to go stay away at the uh, the hotel. And um, and for me, the, uh, the fear of doing that is just tremendous. And what it does to me, because I, I don't like being in that place. But we had a plan. And um, we had a plan about resting. We had a plan about rooms. We had a, we had a plan. And uh, it just, all of a sudden, um, everybody was getting, you know, ready in, in our the room we were in. And I couldn't rest. And I got unplugged. Um, that was an issue. Uh, I did make it to the wedding. Um, I saw them get married, thank God. And... Um, but one thing I didn't account for was after they got married was immediately was the, uh, you know, the cocktail hour before the reception. And um, so during the cocktail hour, everybody wants to talk to you. And uh, somehow I didn't account for that. 
and, and when I'm talking, like I'm doing now, I'm losing my, my uh, energy. And uh, so by the time we actually got into the reception, I lost everything. Um, and I ended up, I had to, uh, they got introduced, but I had to go to our room and I had to sleep. So I missed the entire, entire uh, dinner, um, reception, everything. Do you remember that? I wasn't around for the reception. I know. I know you're busy. You're doing stuff, but I'm asking my son, Michael. <laughs> yeah, I had to leave because I had to go to sleep. And I went up to the room and I slept for over four hours. And when I finally woke up and realized I, I got dressed and I was trying to make it down to. Um, at least see some of it and like literally as i was about to get in the elevator you guys were all coming off the elevator <laughs> so yeah so i missed the entire i was not at kelly and pete's reception at all uh, i missed dinner i missed everything um and I, it was you know who knows how long i would have made it but uh, yeah I, I blame it on the cocktail hour i didn't anticipate for that so um yeah i don't uh for me, it's all about routine. It's all about, you know, not experiencing the unknown. Um, it's not, you know, years ago, you know, you 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 want to live life by uh, to the fullest, and you want to have experiences, and um, you embrace, you know, maybe not having so much structure at times, and, and just embrace just going with it. Um, I can't do that anymore. I can't just, you know, go with what the moment brings us because uh, it gets pretty scary for me. Um, you know, even now, uh, I can feel it's, we're probably well over our time. How much are we in? Yeah. I knew I was over. Uh, this is the, my, he just, Mike, he just told me it's the longest I've gone and I'm feeling it right now or, uh, yeah, I'm feeling like I gotta, I gotta sleep. So, um, yeah, I don't like, uh, going here or getting here because, um, how you feel, like you feel like you don't have control. You feel like you can't do much. So, um, yeah, this is, uh, this is cognitive dysfunction at its best, worst whatever the fuck you want to call it. And um, episode number 10, I am out. Peace out, everybody.